Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 215 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. All right, well, you guys know the routine. I look throughout the news for things to talk about, and then you guys call in, and we talk about it. Uh, or you, you can type it in the chat box as well. I will try to respond uh, as I can. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I see the OG armies forming up in the chat box. Uh, HWP, that could be anybody. Uh, Juice, oh, hey, Juicer, how you doing, boss? Uh, Wolf Castle just showed up. Uh, I'm sure we've got others on their way, so it's going to be a good show. I have a feeling, it just feels like it's going to be a good show. Uh, yesterday was a good show. I hope you guys are listening yesterday. Uh, Tenor called in and kept us entertained for most of the show, so I always appreciate it when uh, he does that. Uh, let's see, what do we, what do we got today to talk about? Oh, my. Tourist 12 and guide lose limbs and shark attack at Sham el Oh, I don't know where that is. Uh, a young Ukrainian tourist lost an arm and an Egyptian tour guide, tour guide lost a leg and a rare shark attack over the end, weekend off of Egypt's Red Sea Resort of Sharm el Shakan. Probably said that wrong. Official said on Tuesday. It, the attack took place on Sunday when two tourists, a mother and her son, and their tour guide was snorkeling in Ras Muhammad National Park, uh, the Environment Ministry said. Uh, the injured were taken to a nearby hospital, uh, and an initial investigation showed that the attack involved a six-foot ocean white-tip shark. Oh, oceanic. Or oceanic? Ocean yeah, oceanic. <laughs> um, and... Uh, I did not know that uh, they had uh, resorts and shit like that and sharks. Well, I guess sharks are everywhere, so I shouldn't be surprised. Um, but holy shit, right? <laughs> um, once again, it just reinforces my uh, theory that you shouldn't be going in the ocean for pretty much fucking anything. Uh, and I'm sorry, Wolf Castle, I know you're a fucking surfer, but uh, it strikes me as dicey. <laughs> it's just not worth it. I mean... Uh, there's all kinds of things that you can do, but it's just like, I'm not sure if it should be done. Um, that's one of my arguments with uh, bicyclists uh, to start an argument with some people. Uh, I understand that they have the legal right to be on the roadways. They're like, yeah, it's just their road. They're, there's as much as yours and all that good stuff. Um, but that doesn't mean you should be on the road in the middle of rush hour and people are trying to drive home. Just because you can do something, that doesn't mean you should be doing it. I mean, Jesus Christ, you can't bike on roads where there's like no traffic or like side roads or shit like that. You can't bike like on off-road biking. You have to pick driving on main streets uh, uh, for your daily exercise. Yeah, and yes, you're perfectly allowed, to, legally allowed to do that. I can't say shit about that, but it seems pretty goddamn inconvenient for everybody else. Um, as we've mentioned before, I, I live my life trying not to bother other people. And so to me, picking a, a form of exercise that inherently uh, inconveniences other people, it just does. You can't say that you, you that riding bikes uh, on surface streets where cars are does not inconvenient people that are driving. Uh, that's what you know that's in the indebatable as far as i'm concerned so you're deliberately picking a form of exercise that you know is going to inconvenience people but because you're allowed to you think that's fine uh and yeah you have every, every legal right to do that but that doesn't that make you kind of a douchebag if you're going out doing stuff you know are inconveniencing other people and you're saying and you're just basically uh, saying fuck you that's you know i'm gonna get my exercise regardless of the uh whether or not anyone else is affected by it um Yeah, see, you know, I don't know. One of my pet peeves. They, I, and don't get me wrong, it's not because they get in my way and slow me down or things like that. It's because I'm terrified I'm going to hit one of them one day. Uh, you know, when, whenever you pass one of them, I try to give them as much distance as I possibly can. Uh, but you, know, there's, you never know when there's a situation where you're going to come around a corner and there's one right there or come around. The, so you might be going just to speed limit and, be, and you know, and following all the laws and land you come over a little hill and they're right there in the road boom now you just hit somebody yeah that's the last thing you wanted to do but you're in probably some fairly serious trouble now uh and that's what I, uh, that's my main thing i i just don't like being put in a position where i might where i'm risking someone else's life um all the other stuff is just you know uh, 
stuff on top of it. The fact that it does inconvenience people and all that good shit. Is anybody here like a bicyclist? You know, like to ride bikes. Uh, I know Tenor does, but from what I understand, he like, rides like off-road bikes, which is which is a fine form of uh, exercise. Um, uh, and you can I don't know if there's any parallel to that. Is there another form of exercise that inconvenience other people on on purpose other than bike bicycling or any other hobby? Really, I can't think of much else out there that it is allowed to inconvenience other people uh, just so you can get some exercise. Uh, and I realize, yes, not everybody is out there uh, riding bikes for exercise. Some of them are using it to go from per- place to place. Uh, but it's pretty easy which one, uh, to, easy to spot those guys over the uh, bicyclists. Uh, you know, uh, the lack of spandex, uh, possibly a backpack or something because they're actually living their actual life. So I need some place uh, and they, they're moving stuff along with them. Yeah, like books or, or whatever it is. I, I, those guys, I don't mind. I realize you, if you don't have a car for whatever reason, uh, you can't afford one. Um, you want to live a, a, a healthy lifestyle, uh, and you're using it to get back and forth to work. Uh, that's still inconveniencing for me, but I'm not going to begrudge anybody just trying to live their life. Um, but when you're out there exclusively for exercise, that's when I, I get annoyed by it. Um, since I'm complaining about fucking shit, the only thing that irritates me more than that are fucking pedestrians on the fucking road. And I know I've talked about this on the show before, but I feel like talking about it again. <laughs> fucking fucking hey, dude. That's just oh man. Um for those of you who are not familiar with the laws, and this might be it might change from state to state. Uh unlike the entire bicyclist in the road thing, which where they have legal precedent that on their side that they're allowed to be on the road. Uh pedestrians uh have no such protection. Uh, it, it actually states in Michigan law, and I'm sure your your laws vary from very to state to state, but probably your law, your state's law is pretty similar to this. It says that when a sidewalk is pr- provided, it is uh, um, against the law for them to actually be out in the street. Now, if there's no um, sidewalk provided, then yeah, obviously they, they have to walk somewhere along the side of the road. But if they are in the road or on the side of the road, when there's a sidewalk on the road, they are breaking the law. And, uh, the entire fucking joggers in the fucking middle of the night, jog, uh, jogging in the road when I'm trying to come to work thing. is just a fucking, I'm just, <laughs> and I always hear the same thing from uh, the joggers. When, uh, I ask them about that, uh, they say, uh, well, you know, the asphalt is softer than the pavement. So it's easier on my knees. You know, I'm like, well, you don't, you don't get to just break the law because it's easier. You, you know what would be easier for my knees? <laughs> if I robbed a whole bunch of banks and I didn't have to work anymore, that would be way easier on my knees. But you know what? I can't do that because it's against the fucking law. So don't come here if you're, oh, it's easier on my knee thing. Dude, you're fucking breaking the law. You're getting in people's way. Get the fuck out of the road. Oh, yeah. uh, oh Complex says pedestrians uh, pretty much have the right of way in the UK. Um, oh, don't get me wrong, uh, Complex. If if I hit them, it's still my fault, you know, uh, just because, you know, motorists are supposed to have, uh, you know, control their vehicle and, you know, and all that good stuff. And, uh, but legally in, at least here in, in Michigan, they're not allowed to be on the road in the first place unless the, there's no sidewalk there. And at least in my area, a good three quarters of the road, uh, main roads have sidewalks on them. So it's not hard to stay out of the way. Uh, they're not they're not out there because there there's no sidewalk out there. They're out there because, as I mentioned, they want to uh, jog on asphalt instead of a uh, uh, pavement or concrete or yeah, I, I guess uh, yeah, sidewalks are concrete. So, well, but what are you gonna do? Um, uh, there you go. There's something I complained about. Like, I feel better too. You know, you ever feel that? Whenever you, you get a good complaint off your chest, and get. Uh, Makes you feel better about life. I feel like I accomplished something, really. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got to talk about. Oh, Atlanta rapper Salento. So, yeah, that's probably right. Salento charged of driving 143 miles an hour. Woo, buddy. Oh, this is the video thing. Uh, but I re- actually read something about this. Um, he uh, claimed that uh, he had to drive like that because people follow him after his concerts and shows and appearances. Uh, and then uh, told the officer it was okay that he was speeding, going 143 miles an hour. Cause he wasn't a war. He, he said, cause I'm not a normal person. 
so that was his that was his excuse and his reason to be let go. Uh, I have to drive this fast to get away from my fans, and I'm allowed to do this because I'm not a normal person. I don't really have much else to say about uh, about that particular article, but I thought that was a um, poor legal defense to, <laughs> to say to say the least. Uh, let's see what else do we got today. Oh, Michigan man missing after allegedly spending virus relief funds on luxury gifts for girlfriend. <coughs> uh, Johnny Richardson and his girlfriend, my, McAheine? Hmm, no, that can't be McAheine. McKay? M-I-C-A-H-I-A. We're just going to call her Mick. Uh, and Mick Taylor bragged about their new for, newfound fortune on Instagram. <laughs> uh, Michigan man looks to be on the run after allegedly conspiring to steal 2.5 million in coronavirus relief funds. Uh, Johnny Richardson, 25, and his girlfriend Mick, uh, 27, are accused of teaming up with Brandy Hawkins, a contract employee of the Michigan Unemployment Insurance Agency, to embezzle the money. Ooh, uh, the couple bragged about their newfound fortune on Instagram. Uh, in one post, Richardson p- shared a photo of a gift-wrapped Mercedes-Benz. A G wagon worth more than one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. And now the following statement, I should point out, is in all caps. Uh, Baby, you deserve everything I got: the big house you wanted, and the car, and the jewelry. By the way, I love you so much. And I'm not done. Next week, I got something better. As I mentioned, okay, uh, uncaps. <laughs> uh, the account is private, but the Detroit News posted a screenshot of the post. Hmm. Uh, Hawkins, 39, was arrested in July after allegedly using her insider access to fraudulently release payment on hundreds of fraudulent ca- claims. Uh, feds assert that the Hawkins used her proceeds to buy high-end handbags and other luxury items. <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, the couple came under suspicion after the July raid of Hawkins' home resulted in the seizure of approximately $238,000 in cash, uh, Louis Vuitton merchandise, and receipts for other luxury items. And, you know, that's when they saw, you know, da 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 And, yeah, uh, the moral of that story is basically if you're going to steal a whole bunch of money from the government, don't flaunt it to, uh, to your friends, and you certainly don't put it on fucking Instagram. Um because someone's going to be bitter and angry about that, and they're going to turn you in. It's trust me, it happens every fucking time. Uh, for one thing, your friends aren't really your friends. <laughs> Only some of them are. Uh, so when you throw that shit on Instagram, you know, there's people you barely know on your Instagram. Strangers can see your Instagram. Uh, but the problem being, people that know you and know that you shouldn't be having fucking one hundred thirty-five thousand dollar fucking uh, cars and Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton handbags and all that shit are going to figure something's up. Uh, so clearly that's what happened and the proper authorities were given a tip and uh, now they're facing charges moral of that story don't do crime kids crime doesn't pay I mean for long uh, obviously it pays pretty goddamn good just, <laughs> there's just no long term profit in it uh, let's see what else we got today ooh okay yeah this I and uh, keep in mind, guys, if uh, when I'm looking for headlines, I, I see just that. I see the headline. I think it's interesting. I open it in a tab and save it for the show. I haven't read any of these articles. Uh, all I've seen is the headlines. So sometimes it might not be as interesting as I thought it would be. And sometimes it might not even be about what I thought it would be. Uh, but keep in mind that. And also keep in mind that if I'm reading an article, it means I'm on a different screen from the whole Podbean thing. So uh, I can't... Uh, see if you type something on the chat box or if you're calling in. So be patient. I will certainly get to you guys as soon as I can. All right. Let's see where we're going with this one. Uh, Yeah, here we go. Passenger hanging out of van window falls and dies after killing bicyclist. Vegas cops say. That's a lot to unpack, isn't it? Okay, let's go into it. Uh, A man died after Las Vegas police said he hung out of a car and struck a bicyclist, killing her. Holy fuck. Uh, on Sunday, the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department responded to a report of two people who had been hit by a car, according to a news release. Uh, police said they arrived and found a woman and a man who had died at the location of a fatal incident. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, 
The man was a passenger in a car driven by 22-year-old Rodrigo Cruz, uh, police said, and he leaned out of the window, pushing a female bicyclist to the ground. Uh, the man then fell out of the car and collided with a light pole. Uh, officers apprehended Cruz, uh, who was accused of fleeing the scene before law enforcement arrived. Uh, investigators said the passenger in Cruz's car initially tried to hit two pedestrians on the sidewalk by hanging out of the minivan, but missed before hitting the bicyclist, according to KSNV. Wow, that's fucking shitty. Um, Sentinels is an understatement, uh, Lieutenant Raymond Spencer said, according to the uh, station. Uh, you have a woman who's out riding her bicycle and they pull up next to her and strike her, causing her to die. Uh, it's an absolute senseless act. Uh, there's no reason behind this. And I can tell you that I can tell you why it occurred other than complete stupidity. Uh, Cruz was booked on accusations of open murder, uh, duty to stop at the ceiling of a ceiling, ceiling duty, st duty to stop at the scene of an accident and violating his parole. Big surprise there. Hold on a second. I get some water. I feel harsh. So, yeah, that's a big old ball of shitty right there. But then a little bit of karma thrown in there at the end. So uh, it's not an entirely sad story. <coughs> kind of like one of those, kind of bittersweet, I would say. Uh, I feel bad that lady died, but I'm happy the other dude died. So, so it's mixed feelings right now. Uh, you guys going to say anything about that? Have you guys ever uh, did anything shitty like that? I, I don't mean killing people, uh, but... Uh, um, car hijinks like i've known plenty of kids over years with that like destroyed mailboxes with baseball bats or would drive by and shoot people with uh, paintballs uh, from paintball guns <laughs> sorry i don't know where else would they come from paintball bone arrows i suppose um just general hijinks like that because i don't know if, it, if that's what they intended uh i don't uh, but uh because that's obviously what they're doing it wasn't like uh, teenage hijinks, but uh, uh, like Juice says, he threw eggs at a chicken high school, but he felt bad about it. Uh, Wolf, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't been paying attention to the chat, by the way, guys. By the way, uh, I apologize. Wolf Castle, did Jay see those movies about him and the and the Adam Ray gifts with his face on him due to the refiz sap? Uh, unless there's some new ones, I've seen some ones in the past, but if there's something posted within the last hour or two i don't think i've seen it <coughs> excuse me wolf casters lives they used to launch water balloons in the uh, in the car windows <coughs> yeah i was never one for much in the way of childhood hijinks um i, I <laughs> sorry forrest bliffin said i threw sperm at chicks eggs in high school <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah I, I wasn't much into those type of hijinks either in high school to be honest with you not through lack of trying uh, I don't actually you know what I don't think there was actually a lot of trying I was uh, so terrified of women that there's no way I would have talked to them at that point <laughs> so I guess it might have been for lack of trying uh, I don't know I've often been uh, too shy in uh, real life as opposed to here on the internet where obviously I'm quite a bit less shy uh but it depends on situations. Like I can, when I'm at work, for example, that's my environment. I feel comfortable there. I can engage with people and be a totally normal person. Uh, but then you'll like put me in like, for example, an auto dealership, uh, bringing my car in and I can barely speak to those people. <laughs> they, must think I'm, they must think I'm weird as fuck. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't, uh, and I don't know why. It's just, you know, uh, certain situations just make me nervous and awkward. Um, <laughs> Sorry, slide dog just said he has a potato can, and I, I, I kind of missed the segue in the uh, chat box that uh, brought that forth, uh, that information. Uh, but uh, now I know. Uh, actually, Sly, my buddy uh, Dan back in the day had a really hellacious uh, potato can, and uh, Dan was always a smart guy. Um, he was uh, he raised uh, with uh, comes from a poor family, you know, like uh, basically shitty white trash. <laughs> I hate to say that, but you know, it kind of it was kind of situation. Uh, but Dan was always a smart guy. Um, and he, uh, basically worked his way up in life uh, from started off at a shop, learned a couple things, went to a different shop, took a couple classes, this, that, and the other. And I, he works like a machine. I believe he's a machinist right now or something like that. Um, 
and uh back in the day he he was making a potato cannon and so you know he did a lot of research on it and dimensions and you know volume and shit like that and that fucking thing was awesome <laughs> uh it would destroy some motherfucking shit um it, at that point i th- yeah he was living on his own so like he had a trailer in a trailer park <laughs> and we used to go back in the back of his trailer because uh there was woods back there on the uh you know there's nothing behind him but woods and that would became our our potato uh, canyon uh, uh range and uh he destroyed a lot of shit with that <laughs> oh and forrest just mentioned his water balloon launcher almost got him stomped on numerous occasions <laughs> I don't deservedly so yeah uh once again um, i wasn't uh, i didn't hang out with a lot of people growing up in the first place and the ones that most of the ones i'm not were not the mischievous stuff um so uh now i have lots of friends that i made slightly later like in my teenage years and uh that w- were in the mischievous stuff but they were more into the like you know illegal uh mischievous side of it as opposed to the prank side of it you know like they like go and fucking steal shit and stuff like that uh not strangely enough, uh, most of them did not come to a great end. <laughs> I, uh, I guess that re- requires a little bit of explaining. When I was in high school, I hung out with the burnouts, but the burnouts was not just one group of people. It was a whole bunch of subsets of groups and different cliques and shit. Uh, cause the burnout contingent was rather large for, uh, for whatever it was at our school. Um, and, and mostly out of school because a good contingent of them like, you know, we're, we're out of school by the time they had 15 or 16. Uh, but I, I hung out with uh, basically uh, one of the uh, more upscale uh, burnout groups uh, on, on that end of it. Like uh, my best friend was like uh, was upper middle class or uh, his parents owned uh, pet food stores and stuff like that. And the other one was, uh, you know, uh, her mom, her, his, uh, her, his parents owned like a waterbed store before they got the uh, divorce. Now she owned part of a waterbed store and he owned part of a waterbed store, um, but stuff like that. So, uh, you know, uh, but we were also in association with a whole bunch of other burnouts clicks that were way more like middle-class or lower class. And, uh, some of these people weren't my friends. I just knew them through other people. Like, you know, you, you see them at parties and shit like that. Cause the only thing we had in common with, with them really is we all listened around the same type of music. Uh, so I was lucky enough to get with some of the more, uh, high end burnouts as opposed to more dirtbag burnouts that you might traditionally, uh, uh, think you're dealing with. <laughs> oh, so I, yeah, so it was a burnout. Yeah, that was, that was what they called the, the uh, people that were in the heavy metal back in the, uh, eighties and early nineties. Uh, they might call them something else now. That was, uh, that, that was, or at least that's what they're called in my school. It might be, it might even change from school to school. Uh, it, it refers to people that smoke weed all the time, but that not necessarily true though. I mean, you know, there, there were plenty of burnouts in our school that didn't smoke weed at all. Um, but, uh, but for the most part, most of them did. <laughs> yeah. But for us, it was more, almost more of a classification of what type of music you listen to and your social circle rather than, than anything else. Um, cause we had burnouts, we had preppies, uh, we had jocks, uh, um, then the, and drama geeks, and then the outcasts of which, you know, that's what I was for most of my career until I moved on to the burnouts. <laughs> uh, and that's how, that's how it was in our high school. Uh, the hierarchy was like the jocks were supposed to the jocks and pre- were number one. Uh, then the preppies were probably like number two. Those were like all the uh, normal classes. <clears throat> then all the other, and then they, you know, they obviously they looked down on all the rest of the classes. Um, you know, dr- uh, drama geeks, that wasn't, that wasn't like a, a, a high prestige class, but at least you had a community. So a lot of people went to that, uh, cause they just wanted to be able to hang out with other people and the preppies and jock people would not accept them. Uh, then there was the burnouts who thought all like, uh, fucking, uh, theater shit was fucking stupid. <laughs> and most of them thought school in general was stupid. Uh, and then the outcasts, which were like the geeks and the nerds and the loners and all that good shit. Uh, I'm sure that's the uh, same as most schools. You the, you just might have a different name for those different uh, cliques, but it's probably the same groups of people in every school. Feel free to call in on any of this shit, guys. <laughs> I'm getting more comfortable with doing shows by myself. I think I don't know if I I don't know if it sounds any better on your guys's end, but 
I'm slowly getting a hang of this. If nothing else, I know uh, it's okay to ramble about shit. <laughs> All right. I think we're done with that story. What was we have next? Uh, I'm not sure if that's a good story. We'll go back to it. Ah, missing man's body is found in friend's trunk after crash. And now the driver's charged with murder. Well, just offhand, that sounds like someone did something something fucking stupid, but let's go and go ahead and read. Um, authorities in Florida have arrested 25-year-old Virginia man, uh, alleging that he killed his longtime friend and drove around for a week with the body in his trunk. Oh, my. Uh, according to the Associated Press, uh, the Miami Herald and WTVJ, uh, Robert Avery Coltrane, 25, has been charged with second-degree murder for allegedly killing 25-year-old Brian Trotter. Uh, in addition, Coltrane is charged with one count of illegal transport of human remains. Uh, the reports, uh, all citing Coltrane's uh, arrest report, indicate that both men were aspiring musicians who have been close friends for more than a decade. Uh, Trotter is reported missing on October 18th, uh, according to the Herald. His remains were found a week later on Sunday in the trunk of Coltrane's crash silver, silver Acura. Oh my. <clears throat> Officers who responded to the scene of the afternoon accident. Oh, dude, you got it was middle afternoon. Oh, dude, you should be driving safer, dude. You got a fucking body in your trunk. Don't drive like an idiot. Uh, officers who responded to the scene of the afternoon accident in Miami Dad had Coltrane's car towed to a nearby mall's parking lot after they allegedly noticed flies buzzing around the trunk and a smell of decomposition. Oh, my. Uh, police opened Coltrane's trunk and found Trotter's body wrapped in a piece of fabric and, and in an advanced stage of de decomposition, uh, reports the Associated Press. Uh, prior to the discovery of Trotter's remains, Police said Coltrane asked to remove some of his belongings from the car, uh, including a Glock gun case uh, containing a firearm. <laughs> According to the police, Trotter, a budding rapper known as Kent Won't Stop, uh, died from multiple gunshot wounds. So apparently that was not true. Uh, Trotter's relatives said they last saw him on October 17th when he was picked up at his home in Triangle, Virginia by Coltrane. Uh-huh. I don't think we need to read any more into that particular article. Uh, that is just fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, a week? A week? That was it. Wait, it was a week, right? Uh, it, it, if it wasn't a week, it was two weeks. Let me let me go back to this stupidity. Um, uh, roll back up. Do, do, do. Uh, one cut. Da, da. Yeah, a week, a week. Don't you think hiding and disposing of the remains of someone you just fucking murdered would be a fairly high priority? Just, you know, I do believe that'd be pretty high in my list. That'd be like number one on my to-do list. Uh, dude drove around with it for a week. A week. They can smell it. There's flies. What was this? What was his grandmaster plan? I mean, at what point was he going to address the corpse problem in his car? I mean, seriously, I mean, if he hadn't gotten into the accident, how long over the shit went on? Yeah. Did he, did he think, you know, that, you know, that, that trunk was airtight or something? He had to have smelled it. It's a dead fucking body. They said it was an advanced state of decomposition. So, you know, that's not just like it's turned a, little, a different color or something. That means that shit fucking stinks. Yeah. Once it's attracting flies, it's really something that you, the average person probably notices when they get in a car. If you get in your car and your car smells like corpse, don't drive someplace else. You need to address the corpse problem right now. Drag that corpse out of there. I don't know. Bury it 20 feet down. Oh, fuck. I don't know what to tell you what to do with the corpse, but don't leave it in your trunk of your car. I mean, unless you're driving that car to the bay to drive it off of a pier or something, or you're driving it to like the uh, the abandoned gravel pit, so you're gonna light the fucker on fire. Those are valid reasons to have a trunk, uh, a body in the trunk of your car. Uh, after a week, you're just fucking thumbing your nose at the devil, right? Right now. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
uh, as always, feel free to call in and, and tell me I'm wrong about any of this stuff. I mean, not about that. I don't think you guys are going to call in and try to justify him having a, a corpse in a trunk for a week. Uh, but other things that I, that I'm talking about, if, uh, if you disagree or agree, uh, feel free to call in or, you know, type it out in the chat box. You guys know the routine. Uh, let's see. Fucking in, in the trunk for a week. Oh, no, you know what? Here's one I really want to talk about, but I'm going to save that one for later. That's <clears throat> Oh, and this is going to be brief because this is basically just going to be, hey, go look at this. Uh, NASA used a Boeing 747 rigged with a massive telescope to discover water on the moon. Uh, it's called a SOFIA, S-O-F-I-A. Uh, basically, go to Google and look up uh, SOFIA 747 and... Check it out. It's really neat. Apparently, uh, they uh, uh, put a really fucking strong telescope into a 747 and are using it to check shit out. Um, I didn't realize that that would be feasible. I thought you'd needed a, a pretty steady, stable spot for um, running a telescope, but apparently they can. They have this 747 set up to um, pull it off. And if you look at uh, pictures of it, like, it looks like a regular 747, uh, but there's no windows in it besides the pilot windows. And there's like a, uh, an opening toward the end of it, uh, where I guess the telescope is looking out. Um, I don't know if it's actually open or if it's got like a clear uh, piece of glass over it or something like that. It looks kind of like it's open, but, uh, I, I don't even know if it closes. It has a hatch to close or if it's already, already always like that, but it's kind of cool. So, um, for those of you who like looking at cool science shit, that's uh, neat. Uh, there you go. That's the entire thing about it. I didn't. I didn't plan on talking about the uh, the 747 all that much. Uh, that's one of those topics that unless you someone calls in who happens to like that type of shit, it's not going to last really long. <laughs> uh, let's see what else do we got today. Uh, hope you guys are having a good day. Uh, for me, it was a Monday. Uh, I assume I know it's Wednesday for you guys. Yay, hump day. Two days closer. Um, and uh, so, but you know, it's a Monday for me, uh, which doesn't really bother me, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. I guess it's a sign of getting older, but uh, for me, the days go by kind of slow, but the weeks go by really fucking fast. Uh, I blink and the week's over. So I'm trying to, I don't try to get worked up about the fact that it's my Monday anymore because I know it won't be that long until it's my Sunday again or my Friday, which is on Sunday. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> And uh, I, I assume it's true of the rest of you guys. I, I imagine it's just a uh, function of getting older because you, you hear old people talk about that all the time. That, you know, the days just go flying past and boom, all of a sudden you're fucking old. Um, and I'm certainly not old yet, but I've reached a point where I realize that I'm probably going to be old at some point. Uh, when you're when you're a kid or a teenager or a young, young adult, you don't think about shit like that. You know? um, you've logically speaking you know you're going to get older and shit but it's not something that enters your day-by-day -day thoughts uh for the most part you think you're invincible and invulnerable uh and you, and you lose that as time goes by and uh the world proves both of those things to be uh incorrect uh but uh, now that i'm you know in my late or late to mid 40s i guess uh, 47 is that mid 40s or is that late 40s that's probably late 40s isn't it shit i'm an old motherfucker uh I don't think about dying, but I do think about like where I want to be in like 20 years, um, or, and past because I assume I'm going to make it at least that long. Uh, the bare minimum I would hope would be 80. Uh, although I, with my health and it's the health thing, any, uh, health issues, imagine anything past 70 is probably gonna be a bonus. Uh, but cause I, unless I find some kind of financial windfall, I'm going to be working until I'm 65 at the very least. Um, if nothing else, I can't afford to have health insurance. Uh, so, so I have to stay in employment with health insurance until then. Uh, and, and since I haven't, uh, played the lottery lottery recently, I don't think that's changing anytime soon. Uh, but that's okay. You know, most people are, have to work till 65 or 67. Um, I would prefer not to I'm, one because I'm lazy and two, it's just, God. You get tired of the same shit every day. You can only eat so many shit sandwiches, shit sandwiches at work before you're getting tired of shit sandwiches. <laughs> but anyways, let's not talk about that. Let's see if we can't find about some bullshit to talk about. 
Oh, okay. I'm saving this, but I, I think it's time. Fighting cock kills police chief in Philippines raid. Mm, mm, mm. Savor that headline. Mm, that's good. That's a good headline. <laughs> a Philippine police officer was killed during a raid on an illegal cockfight after a rooster's blade sliced his femoral artery, an official said on Tuesday. Holy fuck shit. <laughs> uh, cockfighting is a popular blood sport in the acapella where money is bet on the outcome of a fight, often to the death between two colorful birds armed with bladed spurs. Uh, it's been banned among with other sporting and cultural events during the coronavirus pandemic to prevent large crowds from gathering and spreading the contagion. Uh, Monday's freak accident, uh, we'll sure call it a freak accident. Don't call it what it is, justice. Monday's freak accident in the central province of northern Sam Samar happened when Lieutenant Christian Bolak picked up a fighting cock as he gathered evidence of an unlawful event. Its blade struck his left thigh and he bled to death, a provincial police chief, Colonel Arnu Apud, said, uh, told AFP. Uh, it was an unfortunate accident and a piece of bad luck that I cannot explain, Apud said. <clears throat> I could not believe it was first reported to me. This is the first time in my 25 years as a policeman that I lost a man due, during, <laughs> due to a fighting cock spur. Three people were arrested and two fighting cocks were seized along with two sets of spurs in the raid. Uh, okay, one, that's sad. Uh, two, if there's a guy up there, forgive me about the, forgive me for laughing at this dude dying. <laughs> And three, holy fucking shit. <laughs> oh, man, that's, man, could you imagine going down like that, dude? Yeah, one minute you think you're breaking up chicken fighting of all things, and two, next thing you know, you're spurting like a fucking fountain. Because there's people right there. You, you know, um, and you would assume being police officers and things like that, they would have at least some medical training, at least a little bit, you know, at least the, the entire, like, apply pressure and try and make sure it doesn't bleed so much. Uh, uh, training. Uh, so for him to start spurting so good that all a whole bunch of people around him couldn't prevent him from dying. That must've been, I guess they said it's like a once in a million thing. It just hit the exact right spot, I suppose. Huh? I mean, think about it. Uh, you know, uh, I gotta look this up cause they can't be that long. Hold on. I'm hopefully no one, my fucking uh, Google want to know why I'm looking up cockfighting spurs <laughs> well, it popped up pretty quickly so let's see what this shit looks like uh images really god damn <laughs> oh man that's dude it's a, it's a blade that's maybe an inch maybe an inch uh long and super duper thin it looks basically like uh, like another chicken toe almost so think about the how the size of a chicken toe but it's all like a blade and it's uh on the back of their uh um of their legs so um really it's like the size of a mini nail file or something like that i mean it's it, i can't believe that someone actually died from it um Oh, juice says the ablate some. Oh, you mean like bigger ones than the one I'm looking at? Because the you know, the uh, um, because they look pretty small. I mean, obviously, if it was another chicken, he'd fuck it up. But they had, that just had to have been pinpoint fucking accuracy. Poor dude. Once again, someone who has to go up into the afterlife and try to explain that shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, if there is an afterlife, I'm sure there's you know a whole bunch of people wandering out there with sad stories. <laughs> Would you die? Oh, I was killed by a chicken. Oh, fuck, man. That's pretty bad. Um, you know, you know what actually is worse than being killed by a chicken? It's a, it's all these, and here's a phrase you hear a lot. Uh, you know, they never knew what hit them. You know, like this one happened, like when some schmuck walks out in front of a bus going 80 or some shit like that. They're like, oh, man, he never knew what hit him. Well, dude, if there's an afterlife, that must really fucking suck. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Uh, what happened to you? Oh, cancer. What happened to you? Oh, killed by a chicken. What happened to you? I have not a fucking clue what happened to me. <laughs> they probably make fun of that dude. <laughs> you know, go through your entire afterlife having no clue how you died. <clears throat> Anyways, 
What were you talking about? I kind of lost track. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about, Juice? Uh, I'm looking at one of those. Okay, what else we got today? I'm talking about fighting cocks. Uh, we already talked about the cool NASA plane. Oh, we run, we're running out of topics really quick today, guys. That's not good. Not good at all. Uh, let's see. You guys got any topics you want to talk about before I move into the last couple ones? No? All right. If you guys think of something, <clears throat> go ahead and throw it in the chat box. In the meantime, I will move on to one of my last topics of the day. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Fake Harris, uh, Annie Del... Annie Delvey. Yeah, says she wants people to stop showing up at her prison to visit her. Okay. Uh, Anna Delvey, the fake heiress, whose real name is Anna Sorokin, says she no longer wants random people dropping by to visit her in prison. Uh, <laughs> uh, these are the bullet points. The days of hoping to catch me slipping are over, and all you're achieving by coming here is wasting your time and interfering with my sleep schedule. Uh Delvey was sentenced to four to 12 years in prison prison after she was convicted on charges relating to an elaborate scam where she pretended to be a, a German heiress and tried to swindle banks into loaning her money. Hmm. Now the actual story says she no longer wants people showing up to visit her unannounced when she's serving her prison sentence. Uh, quote, I am not making the same mistake of not checking the visitor's identity again. And I won't be accepting visits from names I don't recognize. She wrote in an Instagram post. Oh, fuck, she got Instagram in prison. Uh, so the days of hoping to catch me slipping are over. And all you're achieving by coming here is wasting your time and interfering with my sleep schedule. Uh, Delve, whose real name is Anna Sorokin, was sentenced to four to 12 years in prison uh, in May of 2019 after she was convicted of several charges in relations to a years-long scheme where she pretended to be a millionaire German heiress, using her fake fortune to swindle banks and loaning her money. Uh, yada, yada, yada. In her Instagram post, Deli dispelled rumors apparently circulating about her and said she was too busy to be visited by people she didn't know. Is this a problem? Are people going to visit random, random people in prison now? Um, I'm. She posted, I'm kind of busy and showing up here at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning, New Year's Day. Any day is not the way. <sighs> it says she's posted on Instagram several times while in prison. Uh, that doesn't seem right. Uh, in the state of New York's Albion Correctional Facility in upstate New York. Um, do, do, do. Huh. Nothing in this article makes that to be a big deal. Are they allowed to be in Instagram in, in prison? Is that a thing? <clears throat> I mean, seriously, do they have the internet in prison now? Uh, I, that's that just blows me away. I mean, obviously they have to. There, there. We wouldn't be having this conversation. It didn't say she was in jail or some sort of minimum security thing or like any like. It said she was in fucking prison, and she's got an Instagram account now. I want to find her Instagram account. Jesus. Um. So I wonder what she is in Instagram. She probably is under, probably under her fake heiress name, right? <laughs> Let's go ahead and try to see what we can't find. I should have did this earlier. I didn't think about this. Okay, we'll search for her name first, her fake name. Which is funny because in the headline, they use her fake name <laughs> instead of the real name. Uh, there she is. No, I explain that her. That's probably a, uh, yeah, that's an Instagram dedicated to her. Most likely. Oh, uh, uh, well, gives a shit. Uh, wait a minute. That's got a link to an Instagram post. I, that was a lot easier. Uh, let's see. She has posts. Not a ton. I think it looks like maybe six. <laughs> hmm. Weird. 
Anyways, that's too much attention for someone who doesn't deserve it. So let's move on. Let's see. What in the world are you guys fucking talking about? Oh, wait, we got a caller. What up, Wolf Castle? What's a good word? Hey, I'm just going to be in the background doing some sound effects for a few minutes here just to see how they work out, all right? So you go ahead and take over, all right? That's, that sounds uh, ominous, really, but okay, we'll go ahead and move <laughs> forward. Uh, let's see. Uh, damn it, I'm down to one fucking story. I better read this one really, really slow. <laughs> All right, let's try this. Uh, airplane COVID-19 risk very low with masks and other actions, report finds. That's good. That's, that's good news for once. Yeah, that's good news. Uh, apparently, transmission risks of COVID-19 during airline flights are very low and below other routine activities during the pandemic, such as grocery shopping or going out to dinner, uh, when using face coverings and taking other steps, uh, research, researchers at the Harvard School of Public Health uh, said Tuesday. Uh, yeah, yeah, good news. Yeah. Now, the report found transmission risk can be reduced to very low levels through the combination of layered infection control measures. Uh, the report, funded by Airlines for America, oh well, okay. This I didn't know about that part. The the, the reports might be a little biased here. Let's let's keep that in mind while while we go through the rest of this. Exactly. Uh, Reports funded by Airlines for America, a trade group representing American Airlines, United Airlines, Delta Airlines, and others, and a consortium of aircraft and equipment manufacturers and airport operators, yes, comes as U.S. airlines lose billions of dollars a month as passengers' demand remains down 65% on year year to year because of the coronavirus. Yep, yep, yep. Now, uh, I'm going to skip ahead, yes, that, and the other. Uh, the report found that after airlines mandated masks, boosted cleaning procedures, and revised boarding procedures, and millions of, with millions of passenger hours flown, there has been little evidence uh, to date of onboard d- disease transmission. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, the report noted commercial passenger aircraft are equipped with ventilation systems they refresh carbon air on average every two to three minutes and remove more than 99% of particles the size that cause SARS-CoV-2. So supposedly that's why it's a, a fairly safe because the air is being uh, uh, filtered pretty heavily. Um, so as long as you're wearing a mask and you're not sitting in somebody's lap, uh, it's, airline travel is probably pretty uh, safe. Yeah, yeah, so that's a good thing. It's, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I'm done. All done. All Bye-bye. Right. All right. All right. Well, nice talking to you, bud. You know it. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking at uh, uh, special effects and things like that, but I don't know. I think to do it right, I would need another mixer board, and I don't think the wife's big on me spending any more money on the podcast at the moment. <laughs> uh, I'm not very good with technology after a certain point. Uh, I can do simple stuff, but I get confused easily and I get frustrated easily. Um, on all my previous podcasts, uh, which required a lot more work than this one, my podcast partner normally took care of it. Uh, like when I, on my last podcast, uh, my buddy, Chris, uh, who was my, uh, co-host, he took care of like most of the recording and he would edit it on audacity, uh, which is like a free editing program. Cause then what you did was you recorded it, you re edited it and then you uploaded it to the, uh, host site uh, we were using talk shoe for example um now this is fucking i just hit a start button uh it starts recording i hit the end button it stops recording and then it goes to a page where it shows up there already and then asks if you want to publish it or not so it's super duper easy to do a podcast now guys if any of you guys want to do one podbean is a really great way to get started um all you need is fucking a phone uh, you guys heard most of the people calling in sound fairly decent on it. If you want to get all fancy with it, like I did, uh, you can obviously do it with your home computer. Uh, but plenty of people out there are doing their podcast straight from their phone, uh, which is a great way. Which is a great way to get started, actually, because when you first start out, you don't really have to worry about how much how good you sound. Uh, it, it's basically your first couple episodes are seeing if you like doing it or not. So, um, <clears throat> Drew says I can help you for your existing setup. 
But yeah, I appreciate that juice. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, I I looked watched a YouTube video to to figure out the settings on what I have uh, for this uh, processor. I guess it's called. And then once I figured it out, I haven't touched them since. So I don't remember what any of the buttons do anymore or dials. Actually, they're dials. So I just make sure I don't fucking touch anything because I know I had it right. <laughs> and and that, and that dude, that's where my brain is nowadays. I can't. I don't retain anything. Fucking. I did that what back in. I got this in probably april or may uh, uh watched a youtube video that went step by step about what each thing was and what what recommended what settings you should probably use set it all up like that and then forgot what it all does <laughs> i mean it sounds good from what i'm told so i'm not i'm not interested in fucking with it but literally i'd have to go back and find that video if i wanted to do anything else with it <laughs> um kind of forgot what we were talking about <laughs> Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Wolfcastle said there's millions of internet sites with buttons for sound effects. Well, yeah, I don't know how I would how I would do that. I I guess I'd have to look into. It's probably like a software thing as opposed to a hardware thing. I I would need something that was able to port uh, sounds into my microphone line because you know the the show's being recorded li- live from that mic line, and uh, you would have to figure out some way to put stuff on that. I don't, and I wouldn't. Not quite sure how I would do that. To be honest with you, Ju um, uh, says I have two lines on my interface. Uh, I don't know. Do I? Uh, I'd have to look in the back. I don't. Uh, I don't know if I do or not. Um, I think maybe. <laughs> oh, and so uh, and have the other line. Yeah, one for the mic and one and a second one. Probably I'd have to look in the back. There's an it's an inconvenient spot. So I'll, I'll take your word on it for assume that I do around. Um, what would I have to add on? So I'm sorry for you guys that are listening in without being able to see the uh, chat. I'll try to, re- I'll try to uh, re- tell your juices responses too. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, I'll give them time to type that out and we'll move on in a little bit. <sighs> well, it's, uh, we got eight minutes left folks. You guys got anything you want me to talk about? Oh, there we go. Output from your computer sound card to the second channel. I'm not sure if my computer has a sound card. You mean just basically where the out audio is normally? Uh, which I'm doing something like that now. Um, I'll have to look into it. I, I just, it's not a, uh, uh, I, it's not a um, high priority for me since uh, I, I don't really feel, I don't know what I'd use it for. I guess the, the only, I could play music easier than what I got going on now, but we're not really a uh, music sort of thing. So I'll look into it at some point. I, if nothing else, maybe I'll make a sound. Uh, oh yeah, play YouTube channels. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. See, yeah, I'm not good at this show stuff. I really need someone else to do a show and me be their fucking sidekick. I think that'd work for me so much better. Uh, just in, in just as a general thing, I don't have the motivation to fucking take the shit and just run with it like it really needs to be done with. Which is why, which is why I'm where I'm uh, where I'm at probably, <laughs> just because I'm not motivated enough to do it properly. Uh, yeah, Juice is right. I, I'll have to look into that. Um, I should be able to run that. I don't know if I'd have the cables. I might have to run up to the good old guitar center and see what they have up there, which is a horrible, horrible spot because you know it's a spot where I like to go and spend money. <laughs> I love it. I love me a guitar center. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I could always order it off of Amazon as well, Juice, but I actually, you know, work like two miles or three miles from a guitar center. So, uh, um, shouldn't be that big of a deal. Oh shit. Send you a pick. It's in a hard spot to get to. It's tucked up behind my uh my monitor and shit. Um I'll uh I'll find the uh um I'll find the exact model and, and send you a link to it uh on uh, Twitter there, Juice. All right. Uh let's see. And it's it's a focus right something or another. I think a scarlet, this, that, and the other thingy. Uh. It's a Scarlet 2.2 or a, a Focusrite Scarlet 2.2 or some shit like that. Yes, that's it right there. Focusrite 2.2i2. 2. I have one of those. Sorry, <laughs> I got distracted. Um, 
But anyways, we were talking about the entire COVID thing with the airplanes. Well, that's great. You know, people can travel uh, safely. Um, I'm not much of a traveler myself, but uh, it is nice to have the option, which is uh, why I tell my wife I'm still upset that she decided to get us pets. <laughs> it wasn't my choice. I had no choice in the matter, but uh, I wasn't a fan of it. Don't get me wrong. I love our little dogs, uh, but uh, they do make life more complicated. Uh, not fucking spending money on them aside. Uh, it really affects your vacation plans. Um, I feel like we can't really do anything anymore. We didn't do much, but like now I feel like we're locked in. And of course I have the, uh, um, we could have someone watch them. Our neighbors have watched, uh, said they'd be more than happy to check in on them every day and all that good stuff. But I don't like, I don't want to do that for any kind of long-term thing. Like I don't want to leave for a week or two and, and uh, leave the dogs here just to be you know, checked on with the neighbors every day. Um, Oh, so I, uh, the dog's names are Sadie and Lulu. Oh, uh, Lulu is the other uh, dog's name, uh, Sly. Yeah. Um, and the wife's like, oh, we can take him with us. I'm like, no, you don't take Lulu. Uh, technically you can. That's one of those things that you can do, but you probably shouldn't, uh, take your small dogs or your dogs at all on vacation with you. You know, well, we're going to go, we're going to drive down to Florida in the, uh, in the RV, which is one of our things we've talked about before. We kind of want an RV. I'm not sure if we really want an RV or if we just like the idea of one, but you know, or, you know, drive down, we'll, we'll take the dogs with us and this, that, and the other. And I don't know about you, but, uh, I, I'd be worried, too worried about, I love my little dogs. Now that I, now that I have them, uh, you know, I wouldn't give them up for anything, uh, but they are, you know, um, but the flip side of that being, I worry about them irrationally and I would not be comfortable at all being on vacation with my two little dogs, you know, uh, because it'd be a constant uh, constant worry that they would get loose and run away, you know, or, or some shit like that or get hurt. Um, and, uh, it just, I just wouldn't be fun for me. So I, I've told the wife before, I was like, yeah, I don't think we're going to have any major, uh, vacation plans until we don't have dogs anymore. Um, and we certainly shouldn't buy more, any more animals after this. Otherwise we won't get to enjoy our like senior life at all. Cause you know, right now we're in our forties. These dogs are two or three years old. They're going to last another 10 to 15 years. Uh, which means we will be, you know, somewhere in our sixties, probably when we're pet free, assuming that she doesn't count me into getting more pets. Um, and that's fine. You know, so that, that, that's a good thing. I don't have to do going on any major, uh, vacations for the next 20 years. <laughs> I shouldn't, I can't afford them anyways. I'd be shaving. I should be saving money toward retirement. Um, so it doesn't bother me that much that we can't get away for more than a day or two, but once we're retired, and have all kinds of time to go and do things and stuff like that. I certainly don't plan on having any pets at that point. Uh, what do you guys think? You know, do you, um, do you think that's a rational attitude or, you know, am I just over worrying about shit like that? I know people go on vacation with their pets all the time. Uh, my stepdad brought his little Yorkie, uh, uh, when my mom passed away, he finally got to do one of the things he'd always wanted, always wanted to do, which was like do a lot of cross country traveling. Uh, but after my mom passed away, we, they still had their little dog, which is like a little Yorkshire Terrier, weighed about four pounds. And he took that dog on the fucking a cross continental trip with him. He he drove down from Michigan to Florida, then from Florida to uh, uh, Texas, Arizona, and then across to uh, and California, then up California to uh, um, Oregon. It's no up to uh, to Washington, and then and then back across. Uh, Although I think he ended up uh, cutting back down at, at some point. He didn't go all the way across the northern side of America. He cut down at some point because uh, he wanted to go back through Florida again and then come back up to Michigan. And he did. It took him six months, I think it was. Um, and, and he took that little dog with him everywhere. <laughs> uh, he had a pop-up camper that he used uh, for like if he didn't have some place to stay or, you know, uh, although I, I imagine he got a hotel room occasionally. But for the most part, yeah, he stayed in his little camp pop-up camper. Behind, he was hauling behind his pickup truck. Just some, you know, 70-year-old dude in his fucking Yorkshire Terrier. <laughs> it must have been a sight to see. Um, yeah, he almost got in trouble, I guess, because I guess when he was in Texas at the Alamo, uh, he let the dog pee in a spot that wasn't supposed to be peeing. You know, I guess it was like sacred ground. So so his, his dog defiled the Al Alamo. Oh, look at the time. Hey, shit. Sorry guys, uh, I'm uh, running out, running over for once. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. Uh, you guys make it a show every day. Uh, thanks for Wolf Wolf for Wolf Castle for calling in and testing out the special effects. I guess um, that's about it. No one else called in. Shit, motherfuckers. 
Uh, we're going to do this again tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Uh, sometimes I'm not sure why, but we'll figure out a reason by tomorrow. Um, until then, um, I'm Passive Jay, and you guys have yourself a great day. Theme tune for the OG. Yeah.